Good morning, everyone. The other night I had to go to downtown West Palm Beach and I parked my car. When I came out, I pulled out of my parking space and somehow I pulled the front fender of my car against the curb. And when I came out, I saw that it was pulled out of place, the front fender. And I was a little upset, obviously. My fender was now dislodged from the vehicle. I said in my mind, okay, tomorrow I'll take it to someone to look at it. Took it the next morning to someone who knows how to fix these things. And he got down on the car underneath the hood and he sure enough was able to snap the hooks back into place. But while he was down there, he said to me, you know, your front tire, the inner rim is popping out. It's like bulging out. It's about to pop. You should be careful. I said, oh my, I took it to a tire place and got brand new tires. Now I take my kids to school a lot on the 95 and the turnpike and I said to myself, was this a coincidence? Or was this God telling me the night before, you need to have someone check out that tire and let you know it's time to change your tire. This week's Torah portion has a very unique commandment, a commandment that I've never fulfilled, and I would have guessed that most Jews have never fulfilled. And the reason is because you can't seek it out. It has to occur by chance, so to speak. The Torah says, Ki when it will happen, when you will by chance come upon, uh, by happenstance, come upon, a bird with its nest and its young chicks. So the Torah says, do not take the young chicks in the presence of the mother, because you should be sensitive to the pain of the mother and have compassion and not take away its young, but rather send away the mother bird and only then can you take the young chicks. But here our rabbis point out something fascinating. Our rabbis say that the word yikare means by chance. You chance upon. Mikre, which means by chance but mikre is spelt with the letter he at the end. In the verse, it's spelt with an aleph. Now it sounds the same, yikre, but with an aleph, the literal meaning means kore, which means calling. With a he, it means chance. And what our rabbis tell us is that the verse is teaching us that there is no such thing as chance or coincidences in life. Every seemingly coincidental event is actually God calling you. And here you find something very interesting. The Torah says for the simple mitzvah of sending away the mother bird, it will be good for you and you'll have a long life. Now there's only one other commandment where the Torah promises long life and that is for honoring your parents. But here it's such a simple commandment and you get long life and a good life. And perhaps the Torah is telling us that the way to live a good life and a happy life and a fulfilling life and a long satisfying life is to not just see life's events as happenstance, random, coincidental, but to see the hand of God calling you, speaking to you, communicating to you every single step of the way. As someone's pointed out that the word life, L-I-F-E, is a four-letter word. The word chayim, which means life, is also a four-letter word, ches yud yud mem. The middle letters of the word life is I-F, which means if, chance, if I would have done this, this would have happened. Had I not gone there, that would not have happened. It's all random. It's all by chance. The middle letters of the word Chaim is Yud Yud, which means God's name. I see God in every day of my life. And when you can see God's hand in every random event and see God speaking and communicating to you and guiding you and loving you by divine providence, then you'll live a good life and a long life, as the verse says. It's a story told about a king who loved to hunt and he had his favorite advisor that he would always go hunting with. And one day he was out in the fields, out in the forest, and his advisor shot off his rifle 
and accidentally hit the king's finger and blew off the king's thumb. The king was furious. Now this advisor had a phrase that he would always say. It's a Jewish phrase. Everything is for the good. Everything is for the best. There's nothing by chance. Everything's meant to be. So when he blew off the king's thumb, the king was furious at him. How did you do that? And this advisor said, it's all for the best. Now the king was really angry. You blew off my thumb and it's for the best. He threw him into prison. 10 years later, the king is out hunting and a group of cannibals surround him and they take him and they're going to eat him. But then when they examine him, they see he's missing a finger. And the rule of cannibalism is you can't eat an, a human that's missing a limb. So they set him free. The king remembers what the advisor told him, everything is for the best. And now he realizes in hindsight that his finger being blown off 10 years earlier saved his life. So he runs to the dungeon in the prison where this advisor has been languishing for 10 years. And he says to him, you're free to go. You were right, it was for the best. I'm sorry that I kept you in prison for 10 years. And the advisor says, it's okay, you don't have to feel bad. It's all for the best. And he said, are you crazy? You sent 10 years in a prison and it's all for the best? He said, of course it's all for the best. Had I not been in prison, had you not imprisoned me, I would have been with you in the fields, in the forest hunting, and when they would have discovered that you're missing a thumb, they would have eaten me. Well, that's a humorous story, but the truth is that every day we have a choice. We can look at the events in our life as coincidence, or we could see them as God's divine hand leading us and guiding us. I choose to say that the reason my fender was dislodged from the vehicle was because God wanted to get me to a mechanic to notice that my tire needed to be changed so my kids and my family could be safe when I'm driving on the highway. Thank you, Hashem. I love you.